Hi guys, Tony Henley here, and I just want to welcome you to our podcast of Tony Henley Ministries. This is the podcast that is dedicated to equipping believers to be leaders. This is episode 10. So I want to start out today, I want to read a scripture, and then we're going to talk a little bit about running our race, the race of faith. Hebrews, the 12th chapter, and the first verse says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You know that the writers here of Hebrews, the writer, he, he begins, first of all, to make reference to um, the verses before in uh, chapter 11. We know chapter 11 we call the, um, you know, the hall of faith. You know, it's in that chapter that we hear a lot about Abraham and we hear about Enoch and we hear about all the different ones that, um, you know, they ran the race of faith. And uh, I want to point out a few things, especially if you're a leader, that uh, each one of them ran their particular race. They stayed in their lane. You know, Moses wasn't called to uh, go into a lion's den. Moses was called to deliver the people from Israel from Egypt. Um, Daniel wasn't called to deliver the people from Egypt. Uh, David, you know, we know King David. David's mission was to kill the giant Goliath. You know, our, our mission could be something different. Our purpose could be something different than someone else's. And one of the things we have to do is we have to stay in our lane. What's my lane? You know, and, and part of that is finding out our purpose. What is my purpose? Um, when we find out our passion, we begin to find out what our purpose is. And uh, then run that race. Run that race. Go after whatever God has called you to do and do it with excellence do it with uh, patience, do it with love, understanding that God has, um, if he's called you to run that race, he's called you to be in that lane, then God is faithful to equip you, to uh, help you, to strengthen you, to give you all you need in order to run that race. And then it says, you know, we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. He said, let us lay aside every weight. You know, we all have things that can weigh us down when I was in the army, we had we had to carry rucksacks full of equipment. It would weigh you down when you would be on a, a march or a race. Um, it was just heavy, you know. And I, I think about you know my wife. She uh, was doing 10ks and she did a half marathon, and you know the she got lighter shoes and she got special shorts and special outfits to to run because the lighter she was in her equipment, the easier it was for her to run that race. And you and I are running a race of faith. You know, sometimes things can weigh us down. Worry can weigh us down. Um, the, um, you know, uh, being sick in our bodies can weigh us down. Being sick in our mind, begin to think about things we shouldn't think about can weigh us down. So we always have to look at, I'm running my race, and then I, I need to uh, uh, realize that I do have people cheering me on. Um, but then I also need to lay aside things that are going to weigh me down in that race. Then he goes on, he says, lay aside um, every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Sin will cause you 
to falter in your faith. Sin will cause you to not want to run the race. Sin will affect your thinking. It'll affect how you view yourself. It'll affect the way how you view other people. Sin will cause you to, um, it, it can cause you to lose in the race. That's why we have to get rid of the weight. We have to get rid of the sin which so easily ensnares us. And what sin does is, first of all, what I've, what I've noticed is that when, when people are harboring sin, they're usually so quick to point out other sin. Or they're so quick to point, judge others because they are harboring something themselves. And this scripture here says we've got to lay that stuff aside. We've got to get rid of that sin if we're going to run the race that's before us. How do we do that? The Bible says in 1 John 1 and 9 that if we confess our sins, He's faithful, God is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. He's not only going to forgive us, but He's going to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And that's what we need. We need a cleansing of that sin. That way we can run that race. Uh, sin will just totally weigh us down. And then He goes on, it says, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. So we need to run with endurance. So running with endurance is being able to uh, be patient, being able to, uh, you know, the race of faith is not a sprint. The race of faith is like running a marathon. It's, it's, it's a steady pace. And I see so many times, and I'm sure you have too, where people, uh, they start the race of faith and they start so well and they're, they're so energetic, they're so happy, they're so, you know, they're seeing God move on their family, they're seeing God move in other people's lives, and they're, they're sprinting, they're just sprinting. And before long, because they haven't um, done, put in the training, when pressures come, when uh, the enemy attacks them, when temptation comes, when their past comes against us, they begin to faint in the race. And you and I, we need to be able to run with patience and endurance. Endurance, that means just a steady plotting, as a friend of mine used to say. Just steady plotting, steady. It's every day. And you know what that comes from? That comes from a disciplined lifestyle. The discipline of getting into God's Word daily. The discipline of spending time with God. The discipline of fellowshipping with God's people. Uh, the discipline of allowing the Holy Spirit to... to to work in and through us. And the more that we allow the Spirit to work in us, the stronger we get. Um, we need to build up our faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Holy Spirit. And then we know in Jude that speaking in the Holy Spirit in tongues, it builds up our most holy faith. So we need to build up our faith daily. Constantly just begin to build up our faith because we're running a, a race. You know, uh, training. When you train for something, you get up every day and you do it. We look at the Olympic. You know, people are training for the Olympics. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of eating healthy. It's a lifestyle of uh, training. It's a lifestyle of just nonstop preparing themselves for that race. Because if they don't, you know, I, I like a, a saying. I use it quite often. That uh, Joe Frazier, smoking Joe Frazier, was the heavyweight champion of the world, and he said this. He said. When I get up early in the morning, he said, nobody knows if I'm cheating on my run. He goes, when it's dark outside at four in the morning, we're running. Nobody knows if I'm cheating. He said, and when we're in the gym and, and, and we're sparring and nobody knows if I'm holding back or I'm, I'm, you know, just kind of floating through the motions. He said, but when the lights come on, 
when the big fight comes, fight day comes, everybody knows that I cheat, that I, that I uh, didn't train the way I was supposed to be. And you know, that's the way it is in faith, is our, our race of faith, is that, you know, we can talk the talk. <laughs> we can talk uh, church lingo. We can uh, act like we got it all together when everybody's around. We can act like we read our Bible daily. We can act like we do uh, so much spiritual things. I'm not sure why we would act like we're doing that when we're not. But the reality is when the lights come on and the enemy begins to fight you, then you know what you're full of. Then you know what's inside you. Then everybody knows that if you, you've been building your faith or you've not been building your faith. You know how they know? By the way, the way you act, the way you say things. The way you uh, respond or react whenever the enemy fights you. You know, I like what I uh, uh, heard. Uh, I like watching MMA fighting. And I heard what uh, um, a guy said one time. He uh, was in a, a match with another guy. And, and he um, he rolled into this submission. And he submitted the guy. And it just came really, really. I mean, it was just slick. It was this. And the announcer, Joe Rogan, was, and, you know, he was interviewing him afterwards. And he said, man, you just, you know, you just flowed right into that submission. And the, the young man looked at him and he said, I've practiced that particular move a thousand times a day. He said, every day I go in and we practice it, we drill on it, and we drill on it, and we drill on it, among other ones. He said, and we practice it so much that when we're out there in an actual fight, it's, a, it's like a, I don't even have to think about it, I just do it. And you know, that's the way it should be with you and I, with our faith when we're running our race. Is that when the enemy comes against us, whenever there's distraction, whenever there's temptation, whenever there's pressure, that we don't even have to think about it. We just begin to speak the Word of God. We don't even have to think about it. We just begin to rejoice and thank God for His goodness. So we're talking about running the race of faith. And then he says, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So it's really um, important that we realize that we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. We're running the race. You know, I was talking about staying in your lane. You know what keeps you in your lane? Putting your eyes on Jesus. He's the author and finisher of our faith. And if, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So Jesus knew his lane. He knew what he was here to do. He knew his purpose. He knew what uh, he was called to do. And he knew that he had a lane that he had to stay in. And you and I, if we keep our eyes on Jesus, that keeps us in our lane. The problem is, you know, I heard, uh, I believe it was Jerry Savelle say this. He said that he um, was running track and there was this one guy that would always beat him. I think I think if the story's right, he'd beat him and he, you know, they'd beat each other all the time. But he said he was in this one race and he was running and he said, I know that I was ahead of him. I knew that I was beating him. He said, but I looked over my shoulder at the last second and he beat me because I was distracted. And do you know that's what that would be so sad for you and I to run our race, be winning our race of faith, and the last second we begin to look back. You know what it does? It's a distraction. We look at others. Oh my goodness, God's blessing them. Why isn't he blessing me? I've been so faithful. You know, it's kind of like the prodigal son's brother. You know, we're, we're always wanting to compare to the other person. 
well, they, they're not as good as me. They don't read the Bible. They didn't go to Bible college. They didn't do this. They didn't do that. Why is God blessing them? Well, guess what? What you do in secret manifests out in the open. So they obviously must be doing something right. And you and I, we need to we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. If we keep our eyes on Jesus, he'll reward us openly. We're running the race of faith. So I just want to tell you, you know what? Today, you know, this is a good opportunity, especially as leaders, to look at ourselves and say, you know what? If I'm surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses that I can, you know, have these great examples. My wife and I were talking the other day about, you know, people that um, God used, you know, people that have done great things for the kingdom that are not perfect. People in the Bible that God used. And I think that's a, a reassurance for you and I to realize that we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to have, we don't have to be uh, lily clean for God to use us. Now we need to be striving and keep our eyes on Jesus. We need to lay away, uh, lay aside that sin. But what I'm saying is we don't have to be like this, this perfect person for God to use. God wants to use us the way we are. And what I mean by that is he wants to use us right now. And it's in that process of him using us that we begin to get rid of all those things that hold us back. And this says, you know, those cloud of witnesses, lay aside every weight, every sin. Get rid of those things. You know what's weighing you down. You know, it could be a relationship. It could be a job that you hate. It could be something in your past that you're hanging on to, an unforgiveness. It could be um, a thought of, you know, of being um, less than. You know, so many of us have... The world's beat us up. That's why I'm I'm so positive when I preach that God, I always tell people, God loves you, man. He cares about you. You know why I stress that? It's because the world's job is to beat us up. It's not the Christian's job to beat us up. It's the Christian's job to build us up. We need to build each other up in our most holy faith. And then, we, So you need to examine yourself. Find out what that weight is. Find out what that sin is and get rid of it. David said, create in me, a, search my heart, O God, create a clean heart in me. A clean heart. You know, I like, a, I was meditating and thinking about this scripture earlier that um, one of the, the psalmists wrote, he said, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, God. You know, we want our, our thoughts to be acceptable. We want our words to be acceptable. Maybe you're saying something you shouldn't be saying. Maybe you're talking down about yourself. You're saying, I can never do this. I'm a loser. I'm no good. Oh, I'm always destined to be poor. Oh, I'm destined to be sick. You need to start speaking positive. Speak God's word. No, I I have everything I need to, to succeed in life. I have all the finances I need. I have great health. I'm strong. Joel said, let the weak say, I am strong. I'm strong. Even if you feel weak, say, I'm strong. I'm strong in the Lord. So anyway, we need to lay those things away. We need to get rid of those things that ensnare us. And then we need to run that race with endurance. That that race that's set before us. You know, every one of us has a race that's set before us. God has a plan, a specific plan for each one of us. And it's up to us to run that race. I can't run it for you and you can't run it for me. So you need to get patient with that. You need to to develop disciplines to where you're constantly building yourself up, building your spirit man up, getting into the Word of God daily, get a Bible plan, uh, listen to God's Word, uh, go to church, 
begin to just build yourself up so you can run that race. You know, my little boy memorizes scripture. You've heard me talk about it. You know, we need to memorize scripture. I still memorize scripture. We need to get God's word in us so our faith is built up so we can run that race. And then we need to always keep our eyes on Jesus. Jesus, even though he had a, a, a rough road ahead of him, he did it with joy. And you and I need to do it with joy as well. We need to run our race with joy. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus. Always keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Him because He will always strengthen you. He will give you hope. He'll give you peace. He'll give you provision. Keep your eyes on Jesus. So this is Tony Henley. I encourage you to go to Tony Henley Ministries, uh, our website, TonyHenley.org.info. Check out our website. You can, uh, if you feel led to... uh, Sponsor us to uh, donate. It's a 501c3. We'll give you a tax receipt. I hope that this is blessing you. And I'd love to hear from you. You can go email us at TonyHenley at gmail.com. I hope that it's a blessing. And um, I hope to to continue to give these these talks on uh, leadership. And I just pray that God blesses you. And this is Tony Henley signing off. Always remember... God's not mad at you. He's mad about you.